0: Hey guys, this is Mike Swick here with Mark Bogutsky. Hello. Oh wow, there you are, buddy. And uh, we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast and, you know, leaving comments, giving us your feedback, uh, subscribing to our channel. You know, this is a primarily YouTube-based podcast to begin with, but now we're, we're branching out to all the other platforms, including iTunes and SoundCloud and such. So if you're listening to this on iTunes and SoundCloud and those other platforms, Please uh, understand that this episode specifically has kind of bad audio. We apologize for that. We had technical difficulties, and we just decided the show must go on. Bad audio. Bad audio. Really bad audio. So we're really sorry about that. But to make up for it, if you do go to the YouTube channel uh, and look up this episode, maybe after you're done listening to it, um, hopefully it's good enough you can still listen to it and and, and follow everything. Um, We have a lot of video overlay on the YouTube, and... Uh, it kind of carries the story a little bit better you can actually see firsthand what we're talking about Um, and at the very end of the podcast we actually take you into the red light district and you get to watch our guest brandon waters and another team aka fighter uh, kane kiernan go in and actually fight muay thai just days after brandon was on our podcast so the exact fight he was talking about and Obviously, the living training and fighting in Thailand that he talked about the entire time—you can actually watch it unfold before your eyes again on YouTube only. So, uh, please check that out. We've also uploaded a uh, feature with uh, about Luke Rockhold. I, I tell a gym story that kind of talks about why he may be uh, or may come across as a bit arrogant to people, uh, one uh, perspective at least. And we also just uploaded a well, an extension. Of your uh, your battle with Shia LaBeouf. Yes. That's ongoing.
1: I feel we look better on video than we do on audio. So check us out. Yeah. We definitely don't look
0: good right now. No. and uh, Sound yeah. good, though. <laughs> so far, it's going pretty good. Uh, this audio is good, like I said, but the audio in the episode you're about to hear isn't. Again, we're sorry about that but check it out on youtube uh check out the videos and please subscribe to our youtube channel so you can check out all the bonus videos that we put on there that we don't put on the audio platforms like the ones i just described so again thanks for tuning in guys and i greatly appreciate it what about you mark
1: no i really do appreciate everything
0: and we are almost to a thousand subscribers already on youtube which means mark is very close to being choked out i'm pumped yeah So keep them coming, guys, and we will get you that episode. That will be a bonus episode as well. So again, subscribe to YouTube, whether you listen to iTunes or not. All right, guys, thanks a lot.
1: Thank you, guys.
2: (laughs) Good
0: job. (laughs) Real quick, real quick, with Mike Swig.
1: Real quick, real quick, real quick with Mike (laughs) Swig podcast. Swick, swick,
0: swick,
2: swick. Oh man, I'm all out of dance moves. Um... Shit, I'm stuck
1: in here. What
2: you Google something? Yeah, was, <laughs> why did I reach my phone?
0: Yeah. Um, it's just my generation's so fucking... Really quick. The mic's quick. Defensive memory. Alright guys, we are live and we are in the seventh episode, so... Wow, yeah, huh? Yeah. Still so going our sixth week? That's more than one a week, Mike. <laughs> that sure is. And uh, yeah, so th- this episode is actually uh, by popular demand. We've had a lot of people wanting to know what it's like to live, train, and fight in Thailand. So what better uh, group of people to talk about that than us? Yeah. Living here in Thailand, fighting in Thailand, training in Thailand. That's what we do. Having a gym in Thailand. And what better guest to have than Brandon Waters, one of our That's standout stud <laughs> Muay Thai fighters <laughs> who is kicking ass all over the region. Head is growing out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Well, the guy we wanted
1: uh, wasn't available, so yeah, I got. not you him that. <laughs> those heads getting all
0: big. And- he pulled a ray board. So our B Squad, Brandon Waters here. Um, no, oh, seriously. B Squad, you're uh, <laughs> you're doing fantastic, man. Dude, thank you, man. You really are. So welcome to the podcast.
2: I appreciate. It. I'm really stoked to be here. What? Uh, uh,
0: real quick, what thoughts on how it looks?
2: Oh man, you, you guys can't see the studio, but I hope there's some behind-the-scenes footage. Uh, it's a really sick setup. Like you only see obviously this half, but it's soundproofed and it's it's professional. It's pro status. It's awesome. This guy fishing for awesome. compliments. <laughs> I'll take him too. Wait, wait, wait! Well, no, but he just I'm said off air. He was like, ninety eight percent of it came from Mike." So yeah, I got like oh, a monkey stop. and some black
1: cock. That's all <laughs> Mike
2: contributed. Um, Yo, I heard that see, you liked this. It's a team effort. So I brought you a present straight out of my freezer there
0: might be like a swig or two missing but it turns out like a little more than a swigger <laughs> hey, most for of that. it made it here in my defense so for those of you that <laughs> can't see this and on itunes whatever <laughs> this is a bottle of black cock thanks and if you have been following this show you would know that we have a bottle of black cock on every single episode hidden somewhere and it's a it's a whiskey here in thailand they sell it's called black cock it's got a big black rooster on the front
2: it's kinda of, yeah, it's kind is. of like an anti plug, cause it's like the most ridiculous like yeah. Thai, moonshine, style whiskey. It it's like if you like good whiskey, I mean, stay away from it. But,
0: but I mean it's authentic. I'll say it's authentic. <laughs> do, it, it's do it Do it. Just rough. don't like light anything nearby. <laughs> Alright.
2: You're man. gonna start to the, the podcast the gift. Yeah, man, you guys you guys work hard on this. You deserve. Wow. Deserve some podcast warnings. No chaser either. He's a boss. <sighs>
0: There you go, this water right here oh, so anyway yeah it's so, uh, delicious <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse it could be worse. thanks to now we have two bottles of black <laughs> on the screen right now we're at the threshold so, so you have know, to try to find the other one we will do a contest eventually if you can find all the black Hawk bottles in all the episodes we're going to give you a free training package oh. but i will say uh while we're talking about that this episode is going to be different in the fact um, since we're talking about training, living, and fighting in Thailand, we got Brandon Waters here today. Uh, what we want to do is we want to find a good fighter to be a sponsored fighter at AK Thailand. So instead of giving away a free training package to anybody, we're looking for that next big fighter. So Dude. if you watch the show and you're watching it on YouTube, if you're watching i or if you're listening on iTunes, go to YouTube. If you're a fighter, you have a professional record, you have some experience, and uh, leave a comment and leave your experience and, and your credentials and what you've done. We're going to examine all of them and one person at least if not a couple yeah. will get an opportunity to come to AK Thailand and try to be a sponsored fighter and try to go out there and do what Brandon's doing. Dude, you, you just opened Pandora's
2: box man. You just opened such a big can of worms. Yeah, like, it's what everyone I can't wants, wait to man. see you
1: like are we'll they sitting in videos? Are sitting in records? Everybody, everybody right. wants to come yeah. be a
0: sponsored fighter, man, but it's tough. I get it. So, you everybody, know? Wants, everybody wants,
1: obviously, everyone's free training and all that stuff. And normally we ask for a three month commitment, you know, all this yeah. stuff. But we figured since podcast, we'll give uh, one go. Um, sorry. And um, uh, like I said, even ran around here, it's supposed to be over three months, but then I only did one month and sponsored. So Dude, I came out. out here
2: winging it, like hoping and praying to find a gym that, like, that I would fit into that would. That would take me on but now that there's like a offer up for grabs like yo where are you at like yeah. send the email add the comment you, sure you want the training partners, right here you know what i mean so yeah. we're looking for good you no know, if you're like 145 150 guys. bring your ass yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you were you were in chiang mai right
2: yeah yeah i was training at uh Hong Tong muay thai in chiang mai um great great gym awesome trainers true thai style i love those guys um but as it turns out i probably would have been fighting the same guys like over and over and over mm-hmm. again so Wanted to come come train with Lam and like and see what see what the competition was like in Buket. So is, is Lam Sukram the reason? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. So I uh, I trained with Lam. I drove three hours to Tampa this before I lived in Tampa. Uh, I drove like three and a half uh, four hours from Jacksonville to Tampa, so I could do one of his uh, seminars while he was in Florida, yeah. and um, was just, like mesmerized. Like I thought I had a basic understanding of Muay Thai. Like I thought I knew a little bit after having a few fights and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And then like watching him demonstrate technique um, on my buddy Alex who's a pro fighter and just like yeah. you can just see the room go, oh you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> like just, there's movement out there that people don't see on a day-to-day basis even in the Muay Thai community which is you know pretty niche but it's like Lom um, is just capable
0: of doing things that people don't understand or people don't even know is possible. And true story man, I've been trying to get LAM since. The beginning of the gym I mean, I, he came out to the gym during the construction phase oh him, man him and yod came to the gym to check it out with some friends and well, yeah tell them, mike if they don't know who i No, i'm going to yeah oh, so, but the thing is he came out to the gym with, with yod a long time ago when i was building the gym and i'd already heard about him obviously so i knew he was the guy mm-hmm. and he came out and we're building so we have no indoor facilities we have no ac running water just walked up we had just like you know, a Muay Thai covered area with Muay Thai rings and it was just real, real bare, you know? And I was like, Oh man, you know, he's gonna see it at its worst, we're not done yet And he expressed interest but, you know, he was busy and he was tied up in another place and, and, you know, he obviously is, is loyal to his his obligations. So he just went on to do his thing, and I just hope to one day have that opportunity to, to, to grab him again. Yeah, what a catch, man. He's the greatest. Then, yeah, He's and then the greatest. Then recently, not recently, but I mean, how, how long ago has he been with AK now? He been, came in January, so within nine months. Yeah, nine mm-hmm. months, so he uh, expressed interest in coming back, checking out the gym, and meeting with me, and I was like, hell yeah, I mean, I was sold. He came in. Um, he loved the gym. He absolutely loved the, how it looks now compared to... Oh, it's uh, a paradise, paradise from where yeah. from he started. Man, you know, he was at that
1: gym for seven years, eight years before, yeah. one month after being with us, you saw what he got, right? Yeah, it. so we got, yeah. he actually got an AK talent tattoo. <laughs> so
0: let me just say, uh, Lam is one of the most experienced and one of the best trainers uh, in the country. I mean, this guy- Best I've ever worked Not only is he experienced fighter with many fights, he trained George St. Pierre for three of his fights. Um, George St. Pierre actually flew Lam into Canada, three different occasions for his last three actually, yeah. uh, camps to be his main striking coach. Um, but it's just his mix of his fight experience with his teaching ability, with his just personality and like how he he gets along with people and how he explains things. I mean, he sits you down. So it's the first time I've ever seen a group of students in a Muay Thai area all sitting down on the floor in a circle watching him demonstrate the move. And then he makes sure every single person says, okay, I got it. Before they stand up, it's not like That's he shows like the, the move. That's like similar. It's back in the states, yeah. And then all of a sudden, okay, everybody do it. He he does the move, and he's like, "You got it, you got it." And he'll say it four times if he mm-hmm. has to, until every single person has it. No questions, you know, no problems. And then he does it. So he takes pride in his craft. Man. Absolutely. And, and the beauty 100%. is,
1: is when he does it, he demonstrates with his brother, who's black equally. <laughs> They're two of the best. Trainers. Yeah. So that was
0: a great thing. So getting long
1: and, and I signed him immediately. I mean, I locked him down Smart. to a contract, Good and then immediately.
0: Uh, he loves the gym and it's been great ever since. But then, the the best thing that could ever happen happened a few months later. He's like, "Yeah, my brother Liza can to come too. Is that okay?"
2: Really? No, I mean, <laughs> oh no! I mean, absolutely. Suss. So we secured two pro boxing and prime Muay Thai record. Oh no! Don't come over here and yeah. train. It's unbelievable. we so together. He does, together no, he does
1: uh, BJJ at night too. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. teach it. So yeah. He takes the class, but
2: no, that's it. Like so we got lucky on that one, man. Oh man, he, he's the best, and uh, he's fought everyone. Yeah. He's fought just go to his wikipedia if you don't know like you don't know about lam go to his wikipedia lomsom kram Chiwatna, and and just look at the look at the kickboxing record man look at the muay thai record oh five s one cup chawatna c-h-u-y yeah we'll put it in the comments w-a-t-t-a-n-a maybe stop stop we'll put it in the description but yeah he was fighting Yod, wayne parr nikki holskin won the oh five s one cup fought three times in one night to
0: to Win the King's Cup. Like, yeah. that's a huge, huge accomplishment. He's the man. Train GSP. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Even though a, a fighter's fought and won at a high level, that doesn't mean they're a great trainer. We have went through so many trainers mm-hmm. that are champions multiple times, yeah. uh, different weight classes, all that. But they're horrible trainers. It's they don't care pick. about the students. Yeah. You know, they, they're into other things outside of the gym that, that you know, might not be good um Lam isn't man Lam is really good with people and so that mixture that formula that he has is He's something English, very he rare still loves English it, yeah. Yeah. he still his point too we love this guy
1: okay. he yeah. calls
0: him the Thai uh, Steven Seagal is (laughs) funny But he's awesome. We're going to bring him on the podcast. Powerful ponytail man. He's he's Uh, nervous. We're going to bring him on the podcast, man, because we just can't hide. I was thinking that today. I was training with Long today. We'll
1: put our own subtitles. I understand him. I've been around him obviously long enough. I like Mike. I
0: don't like Mark. Stuff like that. We'll make sure. We'll make sure. We do the editing. so. He'd love it, man.
1: He'd be so good
0: on this. It would be awesome to have him on here. I was for sure. So let's get back to this. So um obviously Llama's is a big reason you came to AKA Thailand. And so so talk about you were in Chiang Mai training, you found out Lam was at AKA. Yeah. What was that transition like and what was your experience like when you first got to AKA and and made that transition?
2: Um so I mean I was I was the the routine is pretty much the same, you know, training, training every day and eating, sleeping, training. It was just um and my, my initial plan was to come eventually to train here, but I was kind of taking my time. I spent about a month in Chiang Mai. And um, so I took a fight. My plan was to leave right after that fight. But he called me like maybe a week and a half or two weeks before my fight. Yeah. And very plainly told me on like Facebook Messenger. He was like, hey, like I heard you're in Chiang Mai. Orange- like come come Did here and fight for here? me. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a question. It was like you come and fight for me. And I was like, Oh yes sir. Okay, I'll be there. And then, you know, I, I told him I had a fight lineup already, took the fight and came down here. And the adjustment was like there was no adjustment. It was just like hanging out with, with real, genuine martial artists. Like there's no there's no trainers there that don't have hundred or two hundred fights. Lai, Lam, Pei, Sid, all those guys. They've been there and done that and they're they're freaking crazy athletes and then expert trainers. Like yeah. they will take your technique and like break it down to the nth decimal. And so like they know exactly what you need to fix.
1: And ooh, who, uh, who took care of the night you landed
2: with you know, uh, where to go or? My boy, yeah. I don't know this guy. I always shit. feel bad. I, was I was there, just, there at
1: 8 p.m. I'm already
2: not, No, 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 no. I got there in time for the afternoon session on a oh, well, Saturday. Yeah, this know this know is why I know. feel bad because it was a weekend. Well, we close at
1: 6 on Saturday. So. Yeah. Yeah, but no,
2: no, no, big deal. Oh, I'm sorry, 6. Wait, wait. Sorry. Yeah, because I got there. I'll give you a schedule. Justin, I got there at like 3 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon straight from the airport with everything I owned. I was like, all right, I have time to make the afternoon session because I. Was, there's no way I'm going to a hotel and sleeping on that. Like, I got to meet. I got to see Lom, I got to meet the guys, you know, uh-huh. but I got there and like he had been working all day on a Saturday and I'm like, hey, I kind of need a bike at a hotel and like, I kind of don't know where anything is. Can you <laughs> can you
0: get up some? Dude, Customer that's why this guy still hanging out with me after 21 years, man. He, <laughs> he gets the time,
2: dude. He Did I not done? make
0: sure I was there too? He's my number one. one. I was with you
2: till midnight. Well, we hung out. Yeah, yeah we hung out that night. We yeah. hung out that night. Yeah. That was a good time. It's a long story. Too. But yeah, he's, he freaking <laughs> brought me to Rio Hwi. It's like we call it Fight House. It's just a hotel right down the road from A.K. and um, it's where I lived for like a month when I got here. I dropped my bags off. freaking, freaking went and went and grabbed something to eat. Had a couple beers. It was a good time. Doesn't hurt. That he's a Cowboys fan
0: doesn't See, hurt at all. forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of accommodations, we have accommodations being built pretty oh. soon. So. where are they, Where is that gonna go? Behind the, behind the bathrooms in the back. What? Yeah. So You're we're building have, up on the hill? Yeah. So we're gonna have uh, 12 rooms available, hopefully by December, latest January. That's right. We've already got the design and everything. That's right. Made, so that's gonna things. help out a lot. Not, then we're gonna have the city, right? Then Finding we're gonna have people on site, eating on site. We have full, a full-scale restaurant already. So we'll have people living in a basketball court. What are you waiting for? Yeah, so it's gonna be pretty cool, man. There are
2: plenty of places to train in Phuket, but like, why? Like, if you're a fighting prospect, if you like take this sport seriously, doesn't matter if you're a jujitsu fighter or a Muay Thai fighter or MMA, like, why? just, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. We have pro trainers on all corners. Like there's, if you like martial arts, if you like fitness, it's it's really easy. It's a super, super
0: easy choice. Well, cool, not, and not to get too much sound like an infomercial for it. Oh, Probably Jesus! Day. Yeah, I'm wearing AK shirt. I got <laughs> the best gym, and People don't want to hear about how great the gym is all the time. But I really, love it. I, I mean, I'm how I buying it, But I know it is the best gym. You
1: know, You're like three, four
0: months now. Aside from that, aside from that, let's talk about just your overall Thai experience. So, mm-hmm. not counting AK, not even counting Chiang Mai, maybe, but coming from America and and coming to Thailand and being a fighter for the first time, explain kind of how that was. Uh like what was the trend like how how was the uh, experience?
2: Uh transitioning from like
0: competing in the States to here or I mean just living. So so when you uh, first came uh, to Thailand to live, so for people who are watching that want to come to Thailand and train, what can they expect when they come here? Yeah, you can
2: expect heat, you can expect it's to be hot. pretty hot. <laughs> uh, you can definitely expect to learn how to drive a motorbike or you're not gonna get anywhere. Yeah. Um ah, man, I was really nervous because I quit my jobs and sold my things and like I just threw the dice on this you know what I mean so I didn't know like I didn't know exactly where I was gonna go with it I didn't know if I was gonna make it I just knew like I'm gonna throw everything I can at the wall and see what sticks um so it was like the transition for me wasn't that hard I mean it was it's just you treat it like your job you you show up you train you put the work in um you listen to your body you recover and then um yeah you just just freaking just work hard and like the, the universe will reward that for sure. See, I, I, don't,
1: I don't think Thai people, I mean Thai people, I don't think uh, other people understand how good and friendly and nice Thai people
2: are. Oh, dude. Aren't they? Ties of like, like
1: people I've never met before. Um, just, Like I, I
2: freaking laid down my motorbike for the first time. Um, But uh, I skid up my knee and, and before I could even like jump up and dust myself off, there was like a hotel resort across the street. They had already started to run out with like a med kit. Before I could yeah. even like, stand the bike up and stand up. Yeah. They're like, oh, are you okay, are you okay? This is complete strangers, like, not expecting anything in return, but that's, I I always say, like, that's a perfect example of. Same happened to me. It's not like that Hangover
1: 2 bullshit, you know? No, like, man, like, it's
2: not Cal Sun Road. It's not Bangkok.
0: It's, uh. You ever done that, though? <laughs> uh, I played the fifth. <laughs> but I want to touch on this real fast. So you, you mentioned about them how them. You, you took the sacrifice of up and leaving and just kind of, like, sacrificing everything to come to Thailand. Yeah and it's it's working and, and this is the point i like to make with other fighters that, that i don't think they get we get a lot of fighters that come in here and they end up doing that the bangla road and partying and stuff so and they don't slow. they don't make that sacrifice right and they don't they don't get the success that you've had and that you're going to have i mean you can Straight look at it. your fights i mean we've been to your fights recently put them on facebook and like you have extreme talent i mean you, you really do man and you long. go in there with fighters, I and mean, you, you, fought, you fought a fighter from, uh, you know, another Muay Thai gym, uh, a trainer, you know? Yeah, I fought one Two. of Simbi's,
2: Simbi's trainers, and then I fought Thai, sorry, I one, want a tiger, or, uh, one of Tiger's trainers. Well, so you did the live feed on the Tiger
0: one. Yeah, so you're yeah. fighting trainers at other gyms, and not only are you beating them, but you're making them look like students. <laughs> I mean, literally, you're showboating. <laughs> and, 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 and then we're putting it on Facebook, and, you know, your family's been able to watch, and... And everyone else, I mean, what was the views on the, uh, the, the, the Tiger the, uh, the More than website. anything else I post, for it sure. sure. It was uh,
1: 74,000 on the Tiger No But 94,000, when we did the opening night at a... <laughs> at Galaxy <laughs> Stadium? That's Galaxy I don't have that many friends, for sure. But so <laughs> <laughs>
0: imagine you fought at Galaxy Stadium in front of like 300 people. Yeah. But then got, yeah. was nearly 90, 94,000? Nearly 100, like an arena. People. I mean, <laughs> that's like, what, four or five MGMs or something? I mean, that's amazing, yeah. right? And so how's the feedback been? You know, obviously my point was how great you are as far as a Muay Thai fighter, your technician. Dude, thank you, your
1: technician.
0: And I think be that's the realize. reason, because you sacrifice and because you're living yeah. this life, and this is what I want to show people, that they're going to have to do what you did to get to yeah. that level. Um, but on another note, what has it been like for your family and for people at home to watch you on these live feeds and see this progress yes. transpire live
2: it's been, It's been surreal, man. I get, um, I get messages out of the blue all the time. Um, you know from family or from friends I've, I've heard from people I haven't heard from in like three or four years like oh I didn't even know I had you on Facebook but I'm glad I do you yeah. know it's been that long since we talked yeah. people just reaching out and being super like positive and supportive um, it's been yeah, yeah. without without it without a doubt you Say so what?
0: Your aunt. <laughs> really Sarah. I love I you. I yeah, that's to you to to mom, mom, you too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. She she pops in she's like, oh, oh dude. Oh, she's oh man. Great. She's like nervous, but then she gets happy like two minutes in because you're just kicking. Well, the you that so bad. <laughs>
1: He's undefeated with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah haven't her. lost. What, what's your overall record? Uh fourteen
0: and three.
2: Um but it's tricky I don't know. Because that's my that's all of my fights. But that's including I mean, I'm an amateur fighter from the state, so we're fighting with you know, gear with with head guard and um, and shin pads, and then some states have like full rules, but sh- with elbow pads, and then some states are no pads, but you can't elbow. So it's like, it's really tricky. Like I haven't You're fought pro states. I've only fought full contact time. here. I mean, full contact Muay Thai yeah, is full yeah. contact Muay Thai. You know, yeah. um, so it's it's a tricky it's a tricky like measuring. But overall, between amateur
0: and fighting in Thailand, I have fourteen wins and three losses. And that's yeah. great. I mean, considering mm-hmm. the fact, especially when you come to Thailand, you're fighting these ties that are really good. I mean, these guys that you've been fighting from Symbian and TMT, yeah. they're like two, or 300 fighters. 200 yeah. fights, yeah. too. And they're, when you fight a tie Thai in Thailand, they are experts at points, right? They're yeah. experts at landing those soft games. And, and throwing those quick kicks up there just to get the points. The scoring and is the foreigners, way. right? And because the foreigners are trying to knock, generally foreigners try to knock ties out yeah. and ties play the game and, and, and they get the points and they win overall. But you're showboating out there, and like, yeah. it's like, it's not even close. It's my dad's crazy. gonna kill me
2: for all the showboating. Like, I, he would always kick my ass on the baseball no, field. No, the, the,
0: the, the, there's a good point about that. If you're good enough <laughs> to do it, man, that's what's gonna separate you from everyone else. That's the Conor McGregor's versus the guys that's that you, you don't those. know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the yeah. guys that can go out there and entertain, because we are Anybody can
2: fight. Well, not anybody, but lots of people can fight. But like, do, like, can you be entertaining? Can you be fun to watch? You know, do people want to watch you? I'm entertaining, but I can't. <laughs> Not yet. Not till we get forty thousand more subscribers. Yeah, Forty-five thousand more.
1: Forty-nine.
0: Well, Shit. We'll, we'll, we'll find out <laughs> soon enough. Mickey Ward wanted him to fight Shia LaBeouf. So. Oh. We haven't heard nothing from. What Shia a match! LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf. Whoa, hold on. Whoa, what? Shia? Yeah. He but that's like. Shia.
2: That's a big. He's be giving up a lot of reach, a lot of. um... Oh, shit. I feel like he's giving up some I experience had. because no, like fights, something has to rub off probably, on you. I'm
1: probably ten years older than him too, with zero. Giving experience. up some age. At least he fights in the streets all the time. But, no, but yeah, what if every weekend? For, like he's, he's training right teams, now. Z. About this.
0: He's on teams. He's fighting every weekend. He's <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> fighting the world, world, He loses every fight, but he fights these big drunk guys at a bar every single weekend, and they're obviously not transformer fans because they beat the shit out of him.
1: So I should drink before our fight. Maybe first up. He's drunk. It is Thailand. It
0: is Thailand. And I like Shy. I mean, I, I think Huge he does some questionable things, but I like the I think he's a he's fun to party with. You know, I haven't I haven't some of oh, I'll, I'll party with him afterwards. Yeah, he's fun to party ahead. with for sure. But I'm definitely cornering you if you fight him. I, watch, I don't, watch that. I don't, I tune in to, up to me.
1: Who corners me? Do not want me to corner? Well, I don't know. Who else would you want? You've been pretty negative to me the last couple of podcasts. Ooh, Ooh. Oh, okay, all right. That was a reason. That was a love reason to corner you then. Bumblebee. Uh, <laughs> I'll get it. Are they Who's the bad guy? I don't know. The I think. I don't follow it, man. I read books, I don't watch. Movies. How many Transformers did they make? Oh, they, Jesus. Enough, There's right? another one, I think. There's enough.
0: They've had enough. There's a lot, yeah. I'm pretty sure they made enough. We don't watch TV here. I mean, we just literally train mm-hmm. and, and, and. I don't have a TV in my house. Go watch you fight. Every time I want to have a nice, relaxing night at yeah, home, people don't get it when we I'm work. like, Tonight we're gonna just yeah. relax, have a good night. It's like Brandon's fighting, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> go to Tom. Like, yeah, it, we it, work <laughs> 10 hour
1: days, come home, get all this podcast stuff set up, and then go from 9 to midnight to go watch him throw around some people. We did a podcast before we went to your fight, yeah. And we did oh, a, nice. Who was it? I don't remember, but we did. I that and know, I'll know. say this
0: there's uh, somebody was, more famous than me. Was it Fourth of July, or was it
2: the other Galaxy fight? It was the last one?
1: Last time, it. It wasn't last one or no? It was shit. This is, I sure. can't remember. Either way, I will say yeah. this. Great memory, uh, guys. I will say this. So this a lot so of work, man.
0: It's a lot of <laughs> work. When we have guests like Mickey Rourke and and uh, you know Dan Hardy and and obviously Daniel Cormier, you have to do a lot of research and like know what you're talking Dan about. Dan Hardy's the one we did. And Daniel yeah. Daniel, yeah. yeah. And you don't want to talk to Daniel Cormier, who's no, an sure analyst very. for the UFC, and not know something, yeah. and then him, you know, show you up. So. You want to know everything you can about what's going on, especially when you're talking about steroids and and the allegations versus the facts. And you saw so so there's, there's a lot episode of There's seen. a lot of work that went
1: into that. You can say we're the hardest working podcasters out there. We are. I, mean, I, mean, I think we are. Yeah. We see a lot of podcasts we have full time jobs and do this. They go sit in a room, and you you
0: know me. I obsess dude about stuff. I'm OCD, so it's like every detail, like everything has to be perfect. And yeah. like, it's like yeah a lot of guys just go into a room they put some microphones on like okay welcome to the podcast today guys let's talk about connor you know stuff like that we have to have an agenda we have to have a reason to have a podcast like this one is to Mm -hmm. allow people to know what it's like this is an educational podcast
2: this is to find some talent it's to find talent and to educate people what
0: they can expect when they come to thailand and and live here train here fight here so we have an agenda so that takes a lot of work because we got to figure it yeah. out and, and plan it and we don't script it but we definitely got to plan it and we have to hit our, our marks you know and make sure that each podcast is complete with enough information that we don't have to sit there at the end and go oh fuck we should have which we always do anyway
1: but yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we should have asked this or we should have done that we should have brought a different person on, stuff like that I mean, you gotta have a V squad i not I'm sure it was, it was one of the it was another guy in a red shirt yeah. today <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. well sorry. You're 26
0: or whatever you are. You'll be fine. But speaking of the red shirt, um, I know you brought a shirt from one of your. Uh, oh yeah,
2: um, yeah. Hurricane Irma's happening right now, and yeah. you're like, and that's a huge as of right now, it's like just breaking into like mainland of Florida.
0: Like, so I don't want to keep you in AK Thailand. I appreciate you showing oh, the support. Yeah. So I'm gonna uh, snap my fingers, and with the magic of podcast <laughs> editing, holy shit! Can I watch? You're gonna appear. <laughs> And your new shirt to show support Okay. to your... Can't do the rest brother. of it uh, in my underwear? I'm, if I snap twice. <laughs> so if you have to wait to see how many times I snap. So what do you think? One or two. <laughs> one or two, Mark. One or two, huh? <laughs> Let's just do one. I don't need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that next to you, okay? And wait, wait, stop, stop. Yeah, can we snap our fingers? Okay. okay, get in your position. Ready? Go go forward, right. Like that center on the mic. Look at the camera. Ready? There you go.
2: I think I was like rougher there. It's probably gonna be like a little shift. Tail for Muay Thai. Um, I love you guys. Uh, I hope everybody's safe because it's a hurricane or it's a cat five again. So yeah. that's lovely. And um, yeah, my dad, my dad in Jacksonville is, or my both my parents are in Atlantic Beach, which is a I
0: think right now it's a mandatory evacuation. Yeah, <sighs> it's sad for us. The last two podcasts, man, hit Houston, and we know a lot of people getting affected by that. So it sucks doing these podcasts and trying to be positive. Am I like doing the right thing? When we, we know so many people's be, like, you know. Mother Nature is true. <laughs> we're donating and stuff, but it's just still like, it's hard to be positive. You know, we don't want people to see us being positive when there's so much going on, but it's like we let's, have to continue these Let's give a big right? thank you to all those people because we have so many comments that
1: were positive about our families and hoping that we're doing well and all that. And time. we do the thank comments real fast. Let's go ahead and do that. So first oh, yeah, not pick a you, winner, huh?
0: Yeah, go ahead and do that. And then thank you guys for the comments um, for our families. We really appreciate that. All the comments have been great. I mean, it, it's been outstanding hearing the feedback. Um, but definitely thank you for the the positive vibes for our families and for Houston. And for those of you donating, it, it's huge, man. I mean, each dollar counts, you know. FEMA is, so- like, out of money. The Humane Society text or tweeted me, you know, they were thanking me for mentioning it. and uh, Really? Yeah. And so it was, it was cool to, like, get the feedback that, like, uh, these people are making a difference and, and they're, ma- they're sending money in. That's and, right. So, yeah. I retweeted it so you can check my Twitter and... It
1: made me feel good. Maybe right? I should get Twitter, huh?
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting.
1: I had a charity text me. You're not, you know, you've never heard Donald Trump talk, me. right? Do what?
0: You, you've seen messages from Donald Trump before, right?
1: <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's so anyway,
2: say Twitter. who no, you are. You know, know.
1: Yes, I know what a Twitter is. Not, not you. It's not a Twitter. It's a Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter. It's not <laughs> a Facebook. <Twitter. laughs> it is a Twitter account.
0: It, I don't have okay, a Twitter account. Okay, you have an ad account, so it's just Twitter. You make a tweet. You can
1: count on me slapping you. 2017, we're still there. Okay, Do you want wow. to get back to
0: the subhuman, superhuman powers we talked about last episode?
1: <laughs> one guy got your back, finally. Yeah. Wait, wait, who?
0: Now, some. Well, i seen a guy once get his back, and let me tell you, it was ugly.
1: Eee.
0: Bangalore Road. Yeah. Paulo Tiago. Oh, sorry, that was a Darts <laughs> Ah!
1: It's
0: killer be that killed on
1: Bangalore Road, boy. <laughs> killer <laughs> be Careful on baton.
0: All right. So, anywho,
1: so the winner. Um...
0: So, okay, so guys, we have uh, we pick one winner each time uh, who Yeah, this winner's going to
1: get the free week.
0: Yeah. This one is gonna get a free week training, um, and the person who leaves a comment on this particular video that you're watching right now, we're looking for fighters. We want experience. We want pro fighters. We're gonna give you About a sponsorship 000. to AKA Thailand, hopefully, and and you earn it, and then have you on the podcast. <laughs> 70 kilo, you can be like Brandon.
1: 70 kilo, bring, come here. Well, don't be like Brandon. Let's do some MMA. But let's have a uh, male or female. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Whoever's yeah, 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 a absolutely. pro fighter for sure.
0: So right now we're going to do uh, the anything free training for the last podcast. Right. So Mark's
1: <laughs> going to go and pick the winner. Yeah, so there's this guy named uh, Pineapple569. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Pineapple oh, <laughs> A little bit of that. That'd be my guess. 568 was <laughs> taken. But anyway, he goes, um, you guys with legit guests. <laughs> yeah, he spoke too soon. <laughs> but quickly becoming an unmissable, unmissable podcast. He goes, he, but he wants us to share some Thailand stories. So, figure. What else we got. Might as well pick the winner of the guy that we actually share yeah, some Thailand it. stories. Oh, we so. got we have Thailand
0: stories for sure. So it was such a good idea that we did the podcast. Yeah, he he was one of many that asked
1: for this. So, yeah. yeah so yeah, That was and, more just a crapshoot, random pick. So, yeah, you so guys, I mean, keep the comments coming. It wasn't so just pineapple, depends. what? What's the name? Pineapple five six nine. Okay,
0: Pineapple569, go ahead and hit us up on Facebook. Shit. Let us us know it's you, and we'll give you the free training, which is transferable, like I said. Pineapple569. Perfect, so you win the free training. And uh, let's get back to you, Brandon. All right, so let's talk about some more stuff. Uh, We want to let everyone know everything that they can expect when coming to Thailand. So we kind of covered the transition. What about the housing situation, the economy, the food? What can they expect in that, in that regard? most
2: most fighters can live off of, like, bare minimum. Like, if you need a super luxury setup, then maybe you have, like, the financial backing somehow to do that. But you don't need much here. I mean, all you're doing is training, like, it's your job, if, if that's what you're going after, you know. Um, but even then, like, you can live comfortably off of very, very little money. I mean, you guys know that you've been here way longer than I have. But, you know, m- most people are paying um most people I know are paying between 7 and 10,000 baht a month do that ch- uh, just it's, for them do the oh, yeah. it to like US like dollars. Like two, $2 or 300 left. a month yeah,
0: two yeah
2: so you and know. that's with mm-hmm. air conditioning and you know yeah. oh, man most places like have a full service hotel or whatever um you know some places have little mini kitchenettes or uh you know whatever you need but it's um it's so it's so easy to do it it's, you just Sorry, I'm fucking <laughs> drawing a plague. Um and the food? Mm. Oh man. man so so food, the average crazy. food is fifty, hundred bots, so like a couple dollars. Like yeah. it's it's so you, you eat you eat for super cheap and uh um and we're in a pretty cool spot too in Hawaii. I mean we're what five, ten minutes from Pumtep Cape. Yep. This big giant overlook that it's like right on the cliff of the uh overlook in the ocean. It's um there's a really nice beach there at Nihar Beach. Like uh there's seven beaches life twelve is. minutes
0: of yeah,
2: It's it's so nice. It's so, well, right now we're by Kata Beach, which is uh, yeah. it's nice for sure. Thanks for telling people live. Oh for my god. Sure. <laughs> <sighs> They're gonna triangulate. They're gonna shia Buffus <laughs> Do you guys know about that? No. Nah. Oh man. Uh so Shia LaBeouf is posting a flag somewhere as part of a project saying like no one will ever take this down, and then like Anonymous triangulated exactly where he was by Flights that were in like the sky behind his video found where the flags were and took it, I think, like two or three different times. Wow, like they did some real internet hacky type stuff to find
1: where he was planting these like secret flags. I'm not gonna lie, stuff like that makes me want to really fight him now. <laughs> so, wait a minute, what kind problems with flags? Yeah, hold on one second, what air horns. Flags are we talking about? Like, what was he
0: uh, promoting? Or, I don't, uh, I gotta use like some research, or like the. Uh, I believe it was a Trump thing. Because he has that um, that camera. I'm failing. Is it a Decepticon? Play? I'm failing right now. Is that what he was doing? Was he streaming? He flag? has like a live stream set up. Mm. And and he goes out there and he's been arrested like seven times on his own camera. <laughs> <laughs> and he fights people. Because people come up and talk shit to him, and then he just fights him. And then like he is gets he, arrested. Can he fight? He, I, we've never he's seen him fight. He's scrappy for sure. He's scrappy for sure. He's scrappy. Yeah, I that six, he is scrappy. So he's scrappy. And he'll al- go fight. But like Mickey worked said, I've never seen him win a fight. Well, that's good. He'd be scrappy as shit as long as so so on, he doesn't win. So, statistically, he might be oh, due Do I mean, I will say that if he's ever going to win a fight, in my opinion, I'm, I, I love you, dude. 21 years.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? I'm just saying, dude, you've <laughs> never fought before. You're picking Shia Buff over here. I'm your, not picking him, boy. man. I'm going to corner you, just you just and did. I want you to win. No, you're not what's in there <laughs> What's Shia's <laughs> jujitsu status? I'm to corner
0: him saying, now. I'm saying he's had enough fighting experience to match
2: his <laughs> What's his wrestling experience? Shit. If you guys fight, what rule set are we talking? Are we talking boxing? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You, you might, we gotta be you on might have an edge Muay Thai status. I got
1: reach, knees, elbows. You yeah. should, if I train you, you'll win. How about <laughs> oh. I don't know if you much of an in <laughs> fighter. Oh. Me and Mom. Mm-hmm. I'll get Lamai, dude, and, and, yeah. and Brandon. Well, Mark Hunt said he'd come, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice of him. And dude, Mickey him work. Make he'll rub my balls in between the rounds. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw of, that. I was like, I didn't notice where this was headed.
0: This is not a celebrity fight with Mark Hunt. Mickey Rourke, Shia LaBeouf, like, geez, this could be a whole episode. Next <laughs> time on Celebrity Deathmatch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know if I wanted to go more than one round, though, you
2: know? No, you can't. You smoke cigarettes, you can't. You can't go. Me either, I don't think. You, don't, you definitely don't want to make round three or four. For I don't sure think not. he lasts very long either from what I've seen. From Shia? Yeah. Feels weird saying his first name just, like, casually. Like, I don't know him.
0: Yeah, but
2: don't worry. He's not going to challenge Mi- me. I'm not saying Mr. LaBeouf. I saw you'll, him in holes. You'll murder him. <laughs> Muay Thai Rolls, I think He's he got hey. What
1: the fuck does that mean?
2: The Disney movie Holes his like break... No, it wasn't his breakout performance. He was on uh... Even wow, I don't McS2 know what Disney movies. Yeah, Come on,
1: dude. We're 38, dude. We don't watch Disney. Jesus Christ. Disney but, Channel? Are you a huge fan
2: or what? <laughs> no, I was just a lot like a kid in that era. Do you oh, know, do when you have a Justin up?
1: Bieber poster in your tie room?
2: No, no, that's that's like my sister's generation. That's the next... It's oh. like Young James. Wait, how old's your sister? Uh, she'll be fourteen in December. No,
0: no, no. Yeah, don't be weird. Yeah. Too old. <laughs> <Highly> <laughs> I'm kidding. Too old. So sorry, Sarah Peterson. <laughs> so when you first came to Thailand, is that is that the only gym you trained at? Chiang Mai? Have you only been to two gyms, or has it been? Um, so my first. Gym?
2: Yeah, my first time in Thailand. I came to Bangkok in 2015 and trained at Sitong Pinong in Bangkok. Um, that was tremendous. I was yeah. there when. Siddichai and Dechata and Property and like just a house full of killers. Literally a house full. They live there. They live above like the floor above the ring. Yeah. And uh is still though I think he, I forget the weight class, welterweight champion at Glory Kickboxing. Like and I was there when you got got back from fighting Robin van Roosmalen in in France. Anyway, so I trained there for a month. It was really cool. Which is one of our favorite players R- Robin. Oh man, he's awesome. Oh wait, is there something there? No, no. no. For no, sure go, go for ahead. sure you don't actually like him if you're no, saying he's not that back guy. What's the beef? Go ahead,
1: go What's ahead. the beef, dog? There's no beef, there's no conspiracy. We're just we like who we like. What yeah. happened with what happened oh, with? I don't know. I'm lost too. Yeah.
0: Oh anyways,
1: so thanks, Mark. trained
2: yeah. there for a month. I took my first fight there. So what happened? We'll cut yeah. it. I just want to know. I have to know.
1: No, we don't know who
0: he is.
2: That's what I'm saying. Oh, you motherfucker. You yeah, lost, straight up yeah. got me. I'm lost. He's just
1: a kid. Actually, he... It's not like you were giving directions to telling, a fucking Walmart, for all that. I mean, you were throwing out all uh, these names. The kickboxing
2: and the Muay Thai world, they, they know these names for sure. Um, so I trained there. That was 2015. Um, and then this year, I, about five months ago, I came to uh, Hong Kong Muay Thai in Chiang Mai. Um, I had another great experience. Uh, took another fight. Got my uh, second knockout. And, uh, and then got the phone call from Lam and I was like, all right, I'm coming, I'm coming. That's cool. I came here and so I, I spent a month in Bangkok, a month in Chiang Mai, and now like four months in Phuket. What do you, is, is there probably a way if, without
1: just your fighting purses? is there a way to make money while you're here?
2: Or oh, something? for sure there is. Uh, my boy Kieran uh, teaches English for, uh, he says 15 quid, I don't know what a quid is.
1: That's some kind
2: of English That's pound <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's some English nonsense, yeah. but it's Good roughly job. 15 yeah. an hour, $15, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, I'm so ignorant. I have no idea about currencies. So if somebody but, wanted
1: to move here,
2: it can, I mean, it's, it's feasible. He, well, he does it online, like from his house, like from his dining room table or whatever on his own free time. So you could theoretically train in the morning, go home, work a couple hours after you get, you know, cleaned up and eat, go train in the evenings, do the same thing at night until it's time to knock out. Like there's, I mean, I, I lucked out and got a job at like a, like a wellness center and, um, and then fighting, fighting, and, and helping out at a couple different places, but, but it's it's, it's very sustainable. It's very sustainable for sure, um, especially if you work really hard and, and
0: luck out and get the sponsorship like that. So what you're saying is one of the best ways to uh, get a trip here and be a fighter through this uh, broadcast and leaving a comment on the comment. Yeah. It is one way for sure. Take care
1: of all these problems that that you might have. <laughs> But <laughs> and you as a sponsor fighter, you will help these people out when they get yeah, it. man. You know, especially if you're part of the podcast family now. So, <laughs> so some working, yeah, man. Work.
2: It's it's very possible. It's not like it's not a pipe dream. Like um, I have dreamt about it for a long time, and and finally, like took took the nudge. Like I, I got a nudge from someone, pushed me over the edge, and I was like, finally, like I can do this. You know what I mean? And if I don't do it, I'm gonna die try trying. Well, hopefully not die, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh,
0: yeah, I've been, I've been really lucky so far, for sure. Well, talk me through your last fight, um, the fight with the Tiger Muay Thai trainer. Yeah. Um, was was that who was scheduled at first, or did it change?
2: I don't know what I what it happened changed. there.
0: Um, I never it, know about until I'm It's on my live feed. So yeah. if you go to Facebook forward slash myswift.com, you can actually see the live feed. Like I said, 94,000 views or something mm. like that. Yeah. And man, you put on a clinic, man. It was so I was so proud to watch you out there fighting uh, like that. And he's a good fighter.
1: I mean, it's not like he's yeah. just, I mean, you yeah. know, No, he was really, good really, really experienced. So, um, so he's, he's a
2: trainer from Tiger Muay Thai. Um, super experienced guy, but, um, you know, a few years maybe, maybe past his prime. And I don't think he trained like very much if at all for this but like he's a full-time trainer and he's constantly in the muay thai world a lot of times that's what happens is these trainers will take a fight kind of for the paycheck you know what i mean but they'll i mean he gave me hell for sure he tagged me a a few times um and he was game but uh but that's that's just an unfortunate aspect and it's i mean i fought some of my best opponents here and i fought some of my easiest opponents here so sometimes it's kind of a crapshoot, you know um but luckily i've had what four fights under AK now? So between a couple different promoters and a couple different stadiums, like they are starting to know like how to match me up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that that one was uh, that was a good fight for me. I had I, I trained really hard and I felt um, felt really really sharp. I was telling um, one of my best friends back home. I was like, I feel sharper than I ever have, like ever. Yeah. I feel better cardio. I feel I just felt like all my reactions were super on point the couple weeks leading up to it. So I was, I went into it, you know, feeling really good, confident, no injuries for once. I mean, I had, I was still kind of healing this like thing on my shin, but like for once I wasn't sick or injured, which is most fighters know, I'm sure you know more more than anyone, like you always have something going on, but I felt healthy for once. So I was so excited to get in there. And um, very early on, I was like, oh, you know, I had, you know, six inches of height on him at least. I, I mean, I don't know. But he, I only was he, six, but it was a good yeah, three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, that's no. probably <laughs> you're, you're I'm I'm confused. Off. I'm stuck between <laughs> metric
0: system and Imperial. We're the only people that use it. It's so that, a good thing to note. F- like five, nine and a half. Okay. Yeah, five foot ten six, on the six. internet. It's a good thing to note, too. Like, in Thailand, you know, you never know what you're going to get sometimes until you get to the stadium. Yeah. So, like, Day you might have to fight a trainer. You might have to fight a really good Muay Thai fighter who's yeah. coming down from Bangkok to get a, a nice warm-up fight, you know. Or you he's might find a guy who's just in there for a paycheck and he's gonna give you hell for the first round hoping he can beat you. And then if he doesn't, he's just gonna back away and let you win the fight kind of thing. So it, you never know who you're gonna get. So you you always have to prepare for the best and, and be ready. But, you know, we've seen you fight. A, a couple of times guys. i fought guys
2: that were like, not just regulars in the circuit, but they fought every week. Yeah. Like they fought, they were fighting as, as often as their body is capable, which is yeah. what I'm trying to keep up with. But I, ties are just made of something different that yeah. I don't have in me <laughs> where they can do that. They fight, you know, consecutive nights or, you know, more than one fight in the same night, stuff like that. they been doing it since they were four. Yeah. So. so, but that's that's intimidating to go in there and, and everybody in the stadium besides you knows that guy. And you're like, oh, like they see him fight all the time, you know. Yeah. And you can hear, sometimes you can hear, the like, what the ties are betting on based on, who they're reacting for. Like, if you land really clean and you don't hear anything, nobody's bet on you. Like, <laughs> that's what happened with my last fight. He would land a tap, or he would even swing and miss, and the whole crowd, hey! And I was like, oh, I wonder who you guys' money is on.
0: <laughs> and you gotta, it's a little fishy when you go to bet on somebody and they won't take the bet. They won't take the bet. If they don't take a bet on um, the fight at all, then they know. You, you know the you deal. Got, you know yeah. the deal. But, uh, yeah, so so I was gonna also ask you. Um, so you you had the, the first fight at Galaxy, the Oh, Dragon, yeah. that was a great. Fight. That
2: was on Fourth of July. Yeah, man. and you fought,
0: you fought a foreigner.
2: Yeah, I fought a Canadian uh, James from Pesac Muay Thai. Um, that was one of my one of my toughest fights to date, man. That guy was game. Yeah, so go through that a little bit. Um, yeah, he shows up. That was the first time I saw you fight live. Oh, that's right. No, th- that was really cool, man. I was I was excited. I was nervous because I was like, I got to put on a show for
1: Sway. You know what I'm saying? But, uh hey, my first time to see you fight live,
2: too. No, you saw me fight at uh, Bangla. Okay. no. I lied. I didn't go there. Anyways, way. so, yeah, so, oh, this is one thing about Galaxy Stadium. So, Galaxy Stadium is, it's only been open, we, like, 4th of July was the first time it had ever opened. Um, and it's a smaller than regulation ring and they do three rounds with, um, they allow clinch as long as you're busy. Yeah. Um, and it's full contact, so elbows and everything but it's all indoors and air conditioned. And it's like all the seats are pushed up right, like right on the ring. So it's yeah. super like, everything's in tight and it's, people aren't just spread out all over the place, which is really, really cool. Yeah. And um, so there's only one back room. Instead of a green room being split into two, you guys have seen it, So in yeah. one back room. And uh, so I'm getting my hands wrapped, and this has happened before, but I'm getting my hands wrapped, like sitting next to my opponent. Right. So we're sitting there like, clearly sizing each other up, like trying trying to be cool about the situation, shook hands a couple times, you know, said good luck to each other and went out there. And um, we freaking, I, I think um, a couple of my friends said maybe first round, like maybe he had it, which I kind of disagree with, obviously I'm biased, but um, you, I you I figured him friends. out. I figured, yeah. <laughs> or maybe they were just screwing with it, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think I figured him out pretty quick. Yeah. You saw it and then, yeah, you guys streamed it. My mom was all, He's a great fight, true. though, man. Fight. <laughs> I and threw, th- it. I learned Silla. I pulled a learned Silla and, like, double
0: tornado kicked at him. You, you with <laughs> Yeah, you seem yeah. to really like to showboat, like we said before, and you, you get into the moment a lot. I like that. Like, you get out there, and, and you're not afraid to, like, try crazy things and, no. and just go for it. And that works when it, when you can pull it off. Well, you know? so I started, before I
2: ever did any Muay Thai, any Jujitsu, anything, any what I call, like, combative real martial arts, you know, I started with martial arts tricking. It's like... Gymnastics and taekwondo and yeah. spinny flippy stuff. So I learned how to do all that stuff way before I learned even how to throw a jab Like I'm not even kidding. I'd never hit a bag or anything I was figuring out how to do like backflips with double fold twists off of one leg swing it into another backflip stuff like that yeah. so So five years later, you know I've been training Muay Thai and now I can finally get to the point where I'm comfortable using a little bit of it so right. all the turning side kicks, all the spinning wheel kicks Tornado kicks on both sides and all that stuff is like starting to come out because I'm more comfortable with it But in my first couple fights when I tried it, it was light years away from connecting Like it was just desperate maneuvers to like try and get space from guys, you know what I mean? But um, well also what I found is like, you know, a little bit of showboating will give you a second to breathe Right, because the guy will stop and look at you So if you're like pointing at your elbow like come on like you can be taking a full breath and exhale during that so you know what i'm saying he's not hitting you he's not interrupting your rhythm or anything so sometimes you can use that as like a a little bit of a take a
0: breath mechanism and that shift in momentum too when, when you start doing the crazy stuff right it yeah. backs your opponent up yeah. and anytime you back your opponent up and he's you know curious what you're doing and confused he's waiting like gives you. you an advantage because yeah. now you're kind of in the lead you know you're you're leading the fight look at connor leading you have the little dance bit of a break. talking yeah. to guys put his hands out come on Shift <laughs> the momentum, <laughs> mentally and physically so i think that's a great you know a great method that i'm always telling my fighter's pressure like put that pressure on because when you start backing up that momentum shifts to your opponent yeah. and then they get confident you know they get they get more amped up and and, and you know they feel- it's okay
2: i think it's okay to back up as long as you're like it's your idea to back up uh, right. you know if you're like talking to them and you're back
0: stepping you know what i'm saying like sometimes you can get lucky and you let them walk up. into something because when you back up you're talking shit and you're doing <laughs> a back flip and like just kinda of break dance and move or something. So for you it's cool. But the fighters that back up a kind of cower. That's what I don't like, you know? Right. What, they yeah. show their freezing. Yeah, then your 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 momentum going
1: right down the toilet. How, how many times have you, while we're live feeding it, look in the camera and talk to it during the fight? Like how the Oh many, every fight. Well I yeah, see him,
2: yeah, <laughs> it's there, the and like, the Alright, so what a um so Crew Ray from Tampa Muay Thai. Uh, Always said like you should be well recovered. Like you should be at normal breathing, close to your resting heart rate, at like thirty seconds. Like you know, so the bell rings ding, you have a minute. So like at thirty seconds, you should be calm and relaxed. So if you're still like, (laughs) then you're toast. So it's like if I'm if I'm relaxed and I'm calm, then I can be like hey you know I can. I can talk to you on the live stream or say hey to mom or whatever. It's a big deal. You do. Yeah. yeah you do. <laughs> you say hi to everybody. I'm so, I love being there. It's my favorite yeah. thing to do. Like, there's nothing better than fighting. Yeah. When's your next fight? Do you have one coming up, right? Uh, Tuesday. It's uh, the new our place. time right now. Yeah. It's Saturday. Um, Yeah, we're going to, I think it's called Chalawan Stadium. Yeah. I've never been. It's brand new, yeah. They're brand calling it Kukat line.
0: Fight. Um, You're fighting right in the heart of the red light district. Like oh, literally on the street in the heart of the red light district, we just went there last week. Yeah. can I bring some like defense like, <laughs> 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 soap, wipes so or something? We Ooh. should have this. We should have this posted by Monday night. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday night we'll do it at a live feed. So, if you're watching this episode, uh, tune into my Facebook and you'll be able to watch Brandon fight this next fight. And I'll show the, you guys the stadium a little bit. Live. Yeah. It's for it's sure. It's crazy, man. It's a strip club in the back.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: So, so yeah. the warm-up room is a strip club with a pole. Oh, man. So, you're in there. Get, I'm bringing some get, plastic around. You're in there getting rubbed down. <laughs> it's nice. It, it's <laughs> nice. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a strip club, I guess. But then you're, you're in the back getting warmed up and, and, you know, at a strip club. You walk out of the strip club and then it's this open-air Muay Thai ring and... As soon as the midgets get done fighting <laughs> then you'll yeah.
1: fight I'll, i gotta post that picture yeah, of this, one, this
0: one should be good so that uh this is one of the few times i
2: know who i'm fighting before the fact unless it changes day of which is very inclined to happen um but uh so his, i guess his name is bovi he's a former Patong stadium champion which isn't open anymore but like his picture on on facebook and all is like him wearing the belt and stuff like that so i've fought some experienced guys so i'm i'm ex- i'm really excited to fight someone that had a title at some point it might have been a year or two ago but like i'm excited to fight someone that like has some some real life you know like title experience it's pretty nuts excited and uh i don't know we'll see we'll definitely see there's probably gonna be some more show but i'm not gonna lie it's
0: good
2: man <laughs> i'm hey, sorry well, to my we'll former coaches it, that dad. i hate it, no, I love <laughs> I'm, it. I'm sorry, sorry to my man. dad
0: you can get away with it without getting caught with anything i love watching yeah. it but Oh, uh, it is so, outdoor. It is outdoor. So I don't want to end lie. up
2: you- on like a YouTube meme. Like, what's? Did you see the fighter that like did like a straight up breakdance yeah, move the and they got head kicked? Yeah. Oh well, not that
1: I will not allow that to yeah, be me. Yeah. He owns yeah. Mike's, like, no, It was on there. Oh, do Did that. you repost that? Yeah. That's probably where I saw it. But don't. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't don't get kicked in the head, please. No, I've been pretty lucky so far. You've seen me
1: fight. Nah. You really don't do plan on doing an after party type thing or?
0: Um. After what, like literally, you walk out the ring and it's, it's an, an automatic after party. You're you're by yeah.
1: Lately,
2: I've been getting out of the ring, and going, "All right, let's get the hell out of Patong before it has us." Like my last fight, I was like, "We're going back to Hawaii. We can have some drinks back there where it's safe." Yeah. So, for those of you don't know, Patong is like that's. um So if you've seen The Hangover, that's Khao San Road in Bangkok. Patong is like the Khao San Road of Phuket. That's where there's bars stacked on top but of it's bars. Not dangerous,
1: like life yeah, so it's not like it's, no, it's no, like You'll make it over
2: where it's like
0: I mean, there's there's tourists, there's like yeah. you know, touristy things going on, families, things like that. So it's not like some just complete debauchery, but that is where all the debauchery does happen. Yeah, so if, if one you, wanted you can't some, some you <laughs> into the bars, into the you know. I can't the, wait to go there
1: once. It looks like <laughs> <place. laughs> i right. you know, I'll go for your first time. You you no know, worries. No worries. He
0: does the official no tourist you know, for a Thailand to Bangkok. Right, right. right? Three nights a week. And
2: here on your left is uh, I, Susie Wong's.
1: I've heard about that
2: place. I've never been. I, I heard it's no. great. Is that a restaurant? Probably. It sounds like a steakhouse.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. No. Yeah.
2: Sounds like a reputable
1: establishment for sure. Stakes are high there for sure. <laughs>
2: you can't help yourself. You literally you can't have help yourself. What, are you,
1: getting, you having beef with me?
2: No. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you just stacked it, oh man. He won't stop, man, he He's <sighs> such a cow word. No, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. You want me to milk See you? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do one of those um, joke write-offs between you two where you write jokes for something and uh, then you I'd do them off. We don't write though. Yeah, we don't write, yeah. I don't
1: need to. Well, I'd kill him anyway, so it doesn't
2: matter. But I'm saying like the first person to, to laugh, we'll laugh, to crap, the we'll laugh. has to or,
1: or loses a point or whatever. To me, if it's funny, you should laugh. I mean, what's the point of trying to hold in laughter? You know? It's Damn. a game. Yeah, it's why you to tell jokes, is so people fucking smile. So I don't watch those things, even though the jokes are pretty funny. Some of them are good.
2: Yeah. Some of them are kind of cheesy, like stolen from the internet one-liners. But oh, of course. Some of them are creative.
0: Yeah. I'll give them that. It's got to be safe for work. Uh, so I want to ask you too, um, So what, what's your future plan as far as, like, what, what's your end game? Like, where are you trying to take this Muay Thai career? What are your hopes and? Dude, I'm I'm riding in the in, riding in the dirt, riding it all the way into the beach. Like,
2: uh, I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna take as many fights as I can, and um, and see see what level I can get to. Like, there's no there's no end game, you know what I mean? I'm just gonna keep climbing until I see what it's like at the top. Um, I would love to fight online fight. I'd love to fight Glory kickboxing. Um, and at, th- at this point, it's like sometimes I'm I'm watching some of these fights and I'm like, that's feasible. Like I've Friends that I've trained with, you know, that that are that are approaching that or have done that. My buddy Matt fought on like a glory undercard uh, a few months ago. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's what's up. So maybe I can fight, you know what I mean? Maybe I can get to that level and see who's at the top when I get there. And then take what they
0: have. Well, let's see what happens this weekend. Or not this weekend, but let's see what happens this week. And then uh, try to get your game stepped up a little bit and find some bigger shows, man. Because I was telling Mark today the other day.
1: We, wanted, wanted, we got something lined up for you perhaps we want
0: to see you fighting yeah. some bigger shows man dude let's fight let's
2: fight yeah. max muay thai let's fight yeah. uh that's exactly what i mentioned to him as well yeah let's let's whatever shows he got the a uh, dream of mine and, and like it's tough because i would have to no nah, it's it's not it's not that it's tough that i have to cut weight it's that like it would be a bigger cut than i'm used to but like i'd love to fight at Lumpini and or raja dever yeah, like that's absolutely. as far as i'm concerned that's a mecca yeah you know what i mean that's muay thai mecca that would be like such a crazy honor to fight on a stage that Lama has fought on, that basically every great Muay Thai fighter has been on, like to to do that man would be would be insane. Like I I got to see Mini fight at Raja Demir in twenty fifteen, and it was some of the it was the without without a doubt the highest Muay Thai I've ever seen in my life, and right. I, I couldn't even believe it without seeing. You know, so that would be tremendous honor to be to fight Lumpini and Raja, and then go after like some of the big commercial shows, go after. MX Extreme or uh, Maximally Thai and stuff like that. Oh, well, um, you're on your way. Or Thai sure. shit, Thai fighting, Thai yeah. fight. Where you at? Who you got at one forty five? Yeah. Well, they do the bare set it up too. Yeah, they, they do, do regular rope. gloves and they yeah. do and they do uh card chuck. Yeah. Um, which I got to I got to go to Thai fight when I was in uh when I was visiting Bangkok a couple years ago, and those like just a jab cuts you. Yeah. Like just a jab on the right
0: angle, like you got to cut on you. It's like just uh, weave rope. Yeah, it's like hemp rope. Hemp rope is just around the knuckles and stuff. Yeah, I saw brutal man. Saw Antoine I mean, Pinto fight. It's like worse than four ounce gloves, because it's rope. I mean, it has it's just your hand. Texture, you know what I mean? It's like, like it's this rope. Yeah, it <laughs> it's just like yeah. that, man.
2: Yeah, if you get caught even a little bit, it's done. So, tie fight, fucking
0: whoever you got at one forty, 140, one forty five, one fifty. Talk to me. Let's do it. Well, you're definitely on your way, man. And Thank I want you. to definitely go back real fast and just. Clarify, in your experience, again, a big difference of training in America versus training in Thailand, and why people that are in, in America would want to come to Thailand and if, train. Like, the, just the if difference. you
2: play your cards right, man, you can do you can do this. And there's like so less distractions. Like, you don't have you don't. It's not always someone's birthday dragging you out to the bars. It's not always something going on in like your your real life. Like, you can come out here and focus on your training and go after some goals and go after some accomplishments. Right. Like I, I came out here wanting to take 20 or 30 fights, 20, 20 or 30 more fights, but it's like, I'm already approaching that a little bit. So why why should that be the end goal? Like you can come out here and go after whatever your ambitions and goals are, man. Get away from the distractions and and do it because you can, it's possible here. It's for sure possible. And if, one of some of the main differences, um, yeah, yeah, so training back home, you're not going to have the Thai trainers. I mean, that's the main, that's the biggest difference right there. You might have a good coach or two, you know what I'm saying? But you don't have like... 13 of them. Yeah, you don't have 13 trainers with a thousand plus fights between them all. With like, it's not even that they have an eye for detail, it's that it's second nature to them. Like, Lam, Lam never stops and pauses and says, I think you might need to do this. It's always like, Too late on that. Too close. Blah blah blah. Like he, it's just second nature. Like he knows exactly what you need to do to correct that. And and every trainer I've worked with at AK is the same exact way. Like there's no thinking about it. It's just second nature. It's part of who they are, because that's how they grew up. They like Lion Long grew up hitting hitting a bag under a tree. You know what I mean? Like when they were kids. You know what I'm saying? Like out in the out in the open, hitting a homemade bag under a tree. And so it's. Yeah, you might have you you probably you might have a good coach back home, but like, it's not going to be at the same level as here because this is, the, like I said, this is Muay Thai mecca. You know what I mean? You're yeah. you're training under guys that this is not just something they enjoy doing; it's something
0: that's a part of them, and that's so important, man. And, and I tell people a lot too that Phuket is just the mecca in general for fighters. So <laughs> it started out in Thailand. I've been coming here for seventeen years, and it started out as the mecca for fighting, and. You probably noticed this, but just that fight mentality, right? When you come here and you're training in gyms alongside kids and and other top fighters, it's different than in America, right? Like yeah. it, it's, a, it's a fight lifestyle. They live, they eat, they breathe, they sleep fighting. So that changes you just in itself, just the mental aspect. Then you start the training and it's even more. Um, yeah. And now growing uh, even further is these gyms, you know, like like we mentioned before, Tiger Muay Thai, if we got top team in then AK, now that I built that. Uh, you know, it's this MMA boom that's here now. And, and it's just a mecca of fighting boom. And, yeah, and There's and like fitness. CrossFit so boxes. Got, and CrossFit and the fitness boom. And then you got the, the MMA guys. Huge roller. MMA scene. It's huge. just a fitness and fight mecha.
2: It's almost like it's so whatever, whatever to the locals. Yeah. They go, oh, boxing,
0: huh? And you're like, yeah. you're not even like wearing anything. They just look at you. They're like... So, every time you see a foreigner, they're just like ripped, and like, <laughs> they're either a fighter or some kind of like strength yeah, uh, and conditioning guru or, or me or, or Mark or Mark <laughs> or me. But if you notice too, like in training in Thailand, I've always noticed this is which is why I've come back a lot as well. It's a lot less stress, you know. America's kind of fast paced, yeah. and when you come to Thailand, it like just knocks it down a lot. For it's, a whole,
2: it's a whole different mindset it's and culture. Sabai sabai it's it that sabai, yeah. like chill, laid back. Like I don't need to work eighty hours a week. I just need to do what I do, like and take pride in my craft. Like it doesn't matter who you interact with, but like whether they're a coffee guy or like a groundskeeper or a head you know, head instructor at a at a huge gym who like the ties that I know, they take pride in their craft. Yeah, you know? well, so they're I think that holds
1: true. We keep saying America compared to America. I think that's holds true. For all countries. everywhere, yeah, yeah. More so, Americans. So yeah, exactly. that. so that's what we American, default but, to.
2: But, I mean, yeah. but there are other places, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I've heard. Man, I put the
0: sign up just to remember. What are, where are these? But, uh, I've never been any of them. What are these camps? Too, as Mark said too about the, the 12 beaches located around AK Thailand, that's a big factor because going to the beach, man, mm-hmm. in between training sessions or at yeah. night, that takes a lot of stress away, man. Just sitting on the beach, having a coconut, having a nice meal. See, I, I grew nice. up in Florida, man. I grew Puket up on everywhere. the beach. It's, yeah.
2: I, it, I, that's what's so cool about Phuket, especially, is, like, I feel like I'm at home. I'm in a beach community, you know what I mean? Everyone's chill, everyone's laid back. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, the, the, just the general, like, vibe of the area is pretty rad. I really, really like it. Like, whenever someone back home asks me, how's Thailand? I'm like, Phuket's great. Like, Phuket's pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. Bangkok, I couldn't really keep up with. It was, it was really busy.
0: Yeah, Bangkok's cool. Like, it's cool to go to, and you got to see it. Yeah. Well, I mean been I try to avoid Bangkok. When I, feel like living, back in, I back couldn't live in New York. I don't think I could live in New York. It's so much, man. Yeah. Bangkok's so much for me. It's too much. You, well, I
2: was even living on kind of the outskirts. I was like, like I had to take a five, ten minute cab to the BTS train, then yeah. take a 15-20 minute train just to get into Bangkok, just to yeah. get to like MBK Stadium or whatever. Yeah. And um yeah. it was just too busy. Even being on the outskirts, I was like, I love I mean I love training there. It was some of the best training I've ever had, but um, it's nice to be in like a beach community like yeah, have, sure. have that available freaking Niharn Beach from South Cape well,
0: that's why I trained <laughs> in Bangkok back in 99 and 2000 and then went to Patea and that's mm. if you want distractions man Patea, Patea sounds Patea, scary Patea is a scary place is it Patea? I mean, Patea? I don't know I don't know no. But it's, it's, that's where Sylvia I call it Patea but I mean there's some cool gyms there there's definitely some good gyms there but it is a big distra- or distraction man there's just so much partying going on there's so much uh, and, and there's no real beach it's like a port you know so it's not like beaches like oh yeah it's and like I finally got down to, to Phuket and in uh, I guess it was like 2009 2008 mm-hmm. and from that point on I was like I knew this was this place man This Where did is, this is definitely a place I had to open the gym yeah oh good call good call <laughs> right in the jungle it had, well, Phuket, Phuket <laughs> has every, or, sorry Phuket has everything that any place in Thailand has yeah. in one spot. I mean, virtually everything you can Where find you go, anywhere go. is on this yeah. island. So I rarely I have to drive further than like
2: five or ten minutes. Like, yeah. I really hard. The only the only time I ever drive further than that is like eleven minutes to work. And that's right. it. You know what I mean? That's a couple, few times a week, whatever. Um, I was just gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you if you had any more. To How much add you to enjoyed it? your time
1: on this podcast?
2: That was some... oh man, it's been the greatest out of my. Uh, podcast experiences it's been it's been very fantastic
0: so any other advice or things that we should tell anyone coming to Thailand that we may have missed um uh, send
2: if you're a fan like this guy bring you got to know what like you can or cannot get in Thailand there's a few sure. things that you just like you can't get regular deodorant so bring regular deodorant corn nuts and beef jerky for sure one nuts some beef jerky
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a few things it's hard to find yeah so, I mean for the most part you get
2: everyday yeah. things oh yeah if you were a good size good coffee bring good coffee for if you're an
1: American size 11 or over <laughs> no bring more shoes just order than it you need. Yeah, yeah. you cannot find shoes
2: I'm a size medium just about everything and a lot of times they don't have my size and things because okay. it's like bigger than the average or like than a lot of the size. Um yeah but, I don't know advice for for fighters just show up man just get out here and train your ass off and do it um, don't get lost don't, in the
1: party scene.
2: Don't doubt yourself. Definitely right don't get, I mean, if you can handle yourself, go blow off some semen and have some fun, but don't get stuck there for yeah. sure. I've seen it happen to a lot of guys. So, a lot of guys come out here with big goals and big dreams in mind and then you see them really hard that first week and then they're gone at the bars for the rest of their time
0: here. So yeah. We get those guys that come in I and mean, they're like, I mean, they've been telling us on, on email or messenger whatever to oh, you. Okay how dedicated they are for months and months and months and, gym, months and months and months and months and sleep
1: underneath the, the rings, you know, all this and stuff. And they come here, they're here for You've a week and then just gone. on. So they'll pay they're for six cheap. months in advance, which yeah. at that's that sorry. point is just a donation. Good for them. But, you know, we want you to show up and enjoy yourself. But, yeah,
2: man. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's gonna, that's going to come down to the individual. Like, you either have that kind of discipline and like willpower or you don't you yeah. know, I can go out and have a couple of drinks with my friends and not lose my mind. Right. But if you're susceptible to that, you need to just stay out of baton. You don't go out with this guy then,
1: huh? <laughs> the, but you. That'll have a fight coming up for sure. <laughs> Never missed a day of work. Uh, really? Missed a few days of training though. <laughs> a <laughs> lifetime of training. All of them. Yeah. Literally all of the days. Um,
2: can I shout out to some people? Can Absolutely. I, can yeah. I plug yeah. some Do you things? Have
0: any questions or you want to say anything? To um, the floor is yours, my man.
2: Uh yeah no just uh if you want to see clips like we we're talking about from the fight I posted a couple clips on my Instagram and on YouTube it's uh, at Brandon Waters fights, um thank you to anyone who has sponsored me Phuket Love Veg, uh Tampa Muay Thai North Florida Muay Thai, um Brazilian Top Team Jacksonville, uh How
1: do we don't have a sponsor
2: yet, um Asc- Ascension Athletics <laughs> MMA in Connecticut, <laughs> um this
1: will be twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Did you bring a banner?
2: Nicole, Alexi, Molly, huh? Hey, Grandma. I should have. Next time I'll we'll just make a banner.
0: Boom. Yeah, I like how prepared you were, though. Keep going, man.
2: No, that's all. I think that's all I got. I think um, that covers most of my bases. Um, Good luck to Florida. The hurricane. God, man. I hope every. I hope you guys... Again, I know we touched
0: on it earlier, but...
2: Well, it's weird. Like, there's a... They're doing a 6 p.m. curfew. Wait, wait. What's... We just didn't use them. Yeah, they're doing a curfew and then they're doing a... Uh, six PM ban on alcohol sales. Which may or that's probably a good idea. Yeah, now that I think about it. Probably a pretty now that I say idea. it out loud, a Bunch of people locked inside like Or you just go at four and stock up. It's <laughs> not that hard. <laughs> Logic I would, assume, I would assume I don't know. Um yeah, no, I I really hope um uh, just hoping for the best because it's cat it's cat five now and that really sucks that it's like picked up strength and all that. So hope everybody at home in Florida, hope you guys, friends and family is okay and um and in, in Texas, I know, I know you guys freaking took some hits there, man. But it's like, it's weird. It's just this mother nature thing that we like to act like we don't have to deal with. And then sometimes she is to be dealt with. She, yeah, it's a,
0: it's a weird thing. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen, man. It just seems like they're just lining
1: up these hurricanes. There's two more. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Jose and, uh, <sighs> is it Irma? Uh, it Jose. Irma's hitting. Oh, right Jose.
2: Wasn't there one in uh, the Gulf that was a cat one? Kylie or Kylie? no? It was Kylie? like no. well, it's well, it's got to be with a K. K. How stupid I am! Yeah. I want to say it's Tatiana. Hey, it's totally not to a you. hurricane name. So a hurricane
1: will so go in alphabetical order. Who's Tatiana? <laughs> I don't know. Tatiana. No 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 no
0: no. James, you just, can you look up the the, you just you just the hurricane status right
1: now? <laughs> on an island filled with Russian girls. That is, is that Russian? Door. Tatiana. That go, sounds what, a little Lat, like on, Tatiana Ali was uh, mm. the chick that's off Latina, the right? Fresh Prince of Bel Air.
2: Ah,
1: nice. I'm yeah. pretty sure he wasn't talking about her. She was hot. <laughs> she still is, brother. But. No, they go in order by letter, so. And then they exactly. go male, female, male, order. And it goes male, female, male, female. Yeah, yeah. So if Jose. Jose. I'm
2: just kidding. But that's how you say Jose Aldo. Stop. It's Mike Swick's podcast. It's an MMA. That's how you say one guy's Did you man. see this logo that isn't actually here right now? Is Mexico right below you? In Florida? No. No, but it's we'll like, now that you mentioned that.
1: We'll have to put a Mexico one up there. Or yeah. Brazil. Jose is like in Mexico right now. Jose. This. Oh Jesus. Ah, I got him saying it. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Jose is one fighter. That's the only Jose on the planet.
2: Oh, and he's Brazilian. They don't really mess with the J's or R's. They don't really do that in Portuguese. Let's move on. It's gonna take a week for me to
0: explain
2: to you. Okay. So anyway, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Should we wrap this bitch up? There's something else. I don't know. You said you had some questions. We gotta stop. Uh, We were talking about something Mm -hmm. before we went on. That's Uh, why we talked about it before. We we gotta save it. We gotta save it for next time.
0: You can come on again.
2: Hey, Six seven years. No problem. No, that's it. Thanks thanks for. Thank you for I'd having me on, back it's been me really, me really cool.
1: Trainer, yeah. Say
2: what? We'd we'll love to have you back when you're a trainer at the gym. <laughs> 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 I gotta put on a bunch of weight and like uh, <laughs> like re- retire out or just like wash out on the scene. No, no, thank you for having me on, man. And I hope, uh, I hope you like shed a little bit of light on what it's like to be out here. Absolutely. Like it's, you know, people in their head, I think, have it in their mind that it's so like crazy foreign and alien and yeah, it's vastly different from what you're used to, yeah. but like beautiful. Like you guys have been here for a while like
1: it's really really nice here but and we're always inside so you get to actually you, you're, thanks for telling us about the outside world.
0: people understand that like i mean when you pay for your plane ticket to come here that's your cost I mean, yeah. that's your biggest cost everything else is so cheap yeah. and you're going to a place that's like a vacation i mean it's like it is like you said so beautiful and you can train here so it's like if you're going to train anyway why not go to a place that trains really hard has a full muay thai curriculum and a full MMA the long. top level guys. Check and you have the, the beaches and the island life and at any time you can take a boat and go to the islands and PP Island or Yao Yai where they filmed uh the Mechanic Resurrection with uh, uh Jessica Alba is and, really and that? yeah. That's an hour off the coast. Yeah, Michael's so, there, I think and the... <laughs> So shout out I mean, to Jessica I mean, Alba. Absolutely. Big fan. I am, I am to this day. What a babe. Yeah, she is. And how old and, is she? Now? Do you think? Forty. And hats off just for her company, her, uh honest i mean she's like a billionaire now so oh. good business person what is onix now honestly i got a a baby product company that's like organic and healthy and and just you know good for you versus like all these brands
1: that are kind of So like, she looks like that and she's a billionaire. Yeah, pretty much. Her company's yeah, worth like a million dollars. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <But she, laughs> <she, she, laughs> Who yeah, do you and think you are? And there's been
0: so many big stars coming into Phuket, so it's, it's becoming like a mecca for just celebrities, fighters, everything. And and so, you know, a lot of people just need to realize that once you get here, you just focus on training. It's cheap to live, like you said. Um, and if you make, just play your cards right, man, you can do it. And we're making it easy for you. I mean, this podcast, all you have to do is watch a podcast on YouTube, leave a comment underneath if you're a pro fighter you have pro experience let us know your experience and let us know what fights you've had and why you're so dedicated and why you're going to train so hard and we're going to pick somebody and we're going to help them out we're going to bring them and on this board. Is serious because around. to help be
1: a sponsored fighter legitimately if you were to pay by year it's well over four thousand u.s dollars a year that's, it, some and cash. that's yeah. the cash people don't yeah. know is it's
0: a lot more expensive to train in thailand than in the states or other western countries i mean it the demand and, and the fact that it's a full Muay Thai program with all champion fighters that are training people, the price point at all the gyms is very high compared to other countries. So, you know, it is a cost for training, but it is what you get. You know? Yeah, the, the first The first month I was training
2: here, I paid this, the same exact expenses as I did in Chiang Mai. Yeah. So it's not like, and I was training at a really, really small like grassroots Muay Thai gym. Yep. You know? I didn't have a standalone strength and conditioning facility with a squat rack and Smith machines and kettlebells yeah. and all that shit. Like, I definitely did not have that. I was stoked to have, like, a barbell and some dumbbells. You know what I'm saying? And air conditioning is unheard of in Thailand. Yeah. It's the first gym that I've ever trained at that has it, like, where you can go roll Jitsu, MMA, and you're in the AC. Like, that's non existent in I'm Thailand. I to build my
0: dream gym. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've been training here since. 99 2000 so it's just like i've been in every aspect of your traditional thai gyms as they through the process of, of time and you know i just wanted to build the what i perceive as the the perfect gym and the dream gym so yeah man and I we're still working you know, on it like i, I said we're still we're still building so we're not done we makes done the,
2: the i mean of course like it takes a fighter to build a gym that works like and it and i mean there's some logistics that I probably wouldn't understand about opening a gym, but I know, like, I understand now freaking how it has to be run. You know what I mean? mean? Put people in charge of certain things and, and, and get, and, like, get everything set up. Boom. Once the wheel is rolling, it's hard, it's hard to mess it up for sure. Uh, what was I just gonna say?
0: You were gonna close the show out, bro. Yeah. we're gonna close it out. we really excited right. when you talk about We're gonna let you close the show out since you're the guest. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy, so, enjoy the so, Black Cock. So go ahead and uh, look at the, the fans and the followers back home, for, for all the fighters that are leaving messages on uh, <laughs> on our uh, YouTube and uh, close out the show, buddy.
2: Thank you guys for watching, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I just said guys really repetitively and redundantly, but thank you for watching. Um, if you haven't seen the uh, previous episodes, you got you got to catch up for sure. Um, yeah, this has been Real Quick with Mike Swig, all right. Mark Bogutsky Brandon Waters. Young James behind the camera. Oh shit.
1: Take it easy. Oh, wow. You might stay. Nice. <laughs> well, I almost wish we could cue the music soon. That'd be nice. Oh
2: shit. Wait, everyone freeze in place. Cue the music, James. <laughs> That's Young J Dog. Young James behind the. His phone's probably dead. Oh crap. No, he's got it plugged in. He's yeah, learning. Boy. Responsible. Oh, boy. See? J
1: Dog, he called you.
2: That's his Instagram. We'll probably just have it already playing. Yeah. Real quick.
0: Mike Swick, real quick, real quick,
1: real quick with Mike Swick Podcast. Swick Swick swig, a team, swick, swick 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 a team, Swick Swick Swick. swick, swick.